Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today's issue of Marvel Mania, the podcast where we talk everything and everything Marvel-related. I am your host for today, Brandon Janicki, and again with me is my co-host... Garrett Broder. All right, everyone. So, today we are going to talk be talking about the latest Marvel-slash-Sony film... Uh, Morbius that did come out a little while ago now so we each got a chance to uh, see it and we do have some very differing opinions on it don't yes. we Garrett oh yeah it's something we're both gonna have a lot of disagreements on oh but okay. yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a very lively discussion very interesting uh, for all of you uh, out there so we're gonna go through Morbius uh, today and our thoughts about it and then at the end we will discuss Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness which comes out today uh, I did get the pleasure of getting to see it last night, but I promise there will be no spoilers uh, whatsoever, especially because my co-host Garrett hasn't gotten to see it yet. That's so. the main reason. You, uh, you all don't have reason. to have it. <laughs> Mainly for him. I would hate to uh, spoil it for him because I would be in some deep trouble right now. Yes, and I'm seeing it tonight, so I'd be like, okay, come on, man. Just give me, <laughs> give me at least 12 hours. At least 12 <laughs> hours here. All right, I, I will give him that. I have to give him that. Uh, that being said, we will start off talking about Morbius today. Uh, Morbius came out just about a month ago. Uh, it stars the Spider-Man villain, uh, Morbius himself, or Michael Morbius, who um, is born with this very rare disease. Uh, the movie never really specifies what disease that is. At least I cannot remember what it was. Uh, but of course, he, like everyone else in these superhero movies, looks for some kind of cure um, to cure himself from this disease. The cure, of course, goes wildly wrong, and he turns into uh, some sort of vampire anti-villain type character so right off the bat i gotta say i personally did not enjoy this movie at all it was a mess pretty much from start to end with a lot of really really weird and crappy cgi uh some sloppy pacing some awkward editing which there were i heard a lot of there were a lot of reshoots on this movie uh and there was a lot of trouble behind the scenes in the editing room they had to chop like a whole half an hour off the movie and you can really that's feel that. That's why it was so short. Okay. That's why it was so short, exactly. Yeah, that's why the movie as a whole was only an hour and a half long. It was originally going to be around two hours. You know, normal length of a movie is about two hours, maybe two hours and um, 20 minutes, somewhere around there. But they had to cut a chunk of it off for reasons unknown, and it just feels very awkward. Did you get that same vibe, Garrett, or were you... I loved the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that... I didn't think it was choppy at all. I thought it flowed really well. It was um, like action packed, which I always enjoy. Um, the one thing, there is a couple things I would change about it, but I loved it as a whole, which yeah. is a very different opinion than most people have. But yes, you know, I'm also very, very, very biased being the huge Spider Man fan that I am. And the end credit scene mm -hmm. also hyped it up for me. So that's true. And we will get to the end credit scene in a little bit. Um, but if uh, you guys were to look on Rotten Tomatoes right now, you would see that I am pretty much siding with the uh, critics with my hate for this movie. The critics, I believe, currently have it at a like 17 or 18 percent, which 16. is an oh, 16, 16 is down to 16 now. Yeah. It's an, an extremely, extremely low number, an embarrassingly low number. Yeah. Whereas Garrett over here is really speaking more for the people because the audience at least has it at like a 65%. That's where I would probably put it at that, yeah. At a 60, 70, somewhere in that range. See, that seems way too generous for me. Way too high and way too generous to put it at a 65. Maybe it's not as bad as a 16. If I was rating it out of 100, though, i put it at like a 20. So I really got to, you know, throw a bone to the critics on this one. And I think they pretty much, yeah, nailed it on this one. Um, the movie just all around was a mess. The characters were not that interesting at all. I mean... Michael Morbius, um, 
you know, as much as he's supposed to be playing a, um, uh, or um, Jerry Leto, I should say, should be playing a uh, type of anti-villain. That's what Morbius is. And yet throughout the movie, the movie makes several attempts to make him try and look like a good guy where he, he doesn't want to kill these people. Um, you know, he doesn't want to go around and like ravage them and eat their blood and whatnot, which, you know, is what a vampire is supposed to do. Now, granted, this movie does have a PG-13 rating, so they have to try and keep it within that rating as much as possible. But kind of like Venom, it suffers from that PG-13 rating yes. where they can't, you know, show as much as they wanted to. And they can't really go as gruesome as they should for a character that, you know, is essentially a vampire. Is no, what it is. I... That is the one thing I do dislike. One of the few things I like dislike about the movie uh, is the PG-13 rating. They could have brought so much more blood, the like gruesomeness to the character, and yeah, made it more lifelike. In that yeah, way. and they really just held him back in that sense. Yeah, they did. They had had to make it a little bit more child friendly because essentially, you know, Marvel is trying to appeal to everyone of all ages, and you know, when you make a movie rated R you're kind of cutting your demographic in half by that. So I get it in, you know, for the sake of money, but, you know, for the sake of the art, for the sake of the movie, it didn't work out very well. And like I was saying before, none of the characters really stood out to me. Um, you know, Michael Morbius and his friend, um, oh my gosh, we just talked L about his Luxius name. or Lucius or something like that. Lux Luxius Crown. Luxius Crown, played by Matt Smith. They both have this very... This very rare disease, the movie never exactly explains what it is, but, you know, it's very rare, it's very dangerous, so Morbius does several dangerous experiments to try and cure himself, and he eventually does, quote-unquote, but then he gets these vampire powers along with it. So he immediately regrets his decision, and he try and warns Luxius Crown from doing the same thing. He, however, does not listen. He decides to go ahead and cure himself again i'm putting this in quotes because it's not much of a cure he decides to go ahead and cure himself but unlike uh morbius himself luxius crown has like the exact opposite i don't want to say motives because he doesn't have any motives in the movie really but he has the exact opposite personality whereas um morbius you know is like a kind and friendly person at heart and he doesn't want to hurt anybody but he is hurting people and he feels bad about it Luxius just wants to hurt people. Yes. He gets these powers and he he goes out and he starts terrorizing the town and hurting the people that, you know, made fun of him before when he was a sickly child and just going around basically terrorizing the town. For what reason? I do not know. Like did I miss something there? He, he believes that um since the world treated him so poorly, he should treat the world just as equally. Uh, and um so just a very it's, 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 more, it's a, more of a revenge situation um which if Remembering the Spider-Man comics, I think that is part of what his character was, if I remember correctly. Uh, I didn't really read a whole lot of like the Morbius side of things, yeah. but um, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember something about him being like really vengeful, um, and wanting his revenge, um, on the people. His vengeance. His vengeance. His vengeance yeah. 2.0. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which that I actually did enjoy. It wasn't some character with some crazy motive. It wasn't some character with some uh, off-topic, like, like just motive that doesn't appeal, like doesn't matter to society or anything. It actually was something that you could relate to. Um, I guess I could. Anybody could relate to, you know, being angry at other people or you know being hurt like that. Um, but I guess the you know he would just seem very petty 
all together. And then just right off the bat, he started going out and terrorizing the town. And it really wasn't much else to that. Uh, we got a very cringy little dancing scene when he first gets his powers where he's all very excited and he's, you know, is like changing back and forth between his human self and his vampire self, which I got to say, personally, I didn't think that the vampire CGI looked good at all. It looked very weird, especially when it like morphed onto their faces. It just it looked very awkward and like almost Saturday morning cartoonish where it was like, you know, very um old cgi and you know in a day and age where we have come so far in technology i feel like that could have looked much better both for morbius and luxius crown it just it looked very awkward whatsoever i would have to disagree with the morbius side of things i thought his since he had uh jared leto looked like the villain um luxus or yeah him uh mr crown there we go uh <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, he didn't nearly is I do I will agree with you that CG, his CGI wasn't great but I liked um Morbius's because this was definitely better I'll give it that yeah for sure. I liked his I thought it was a lot better um and I will admit that I think Jared Leto killed the part uh I thought he did a fantastic job um the one thing I Jared Leto gets a lot Jared Leto's getting a lot of hate for is the fact that he now has the worst rated um DC film and worst rated Marvel film. Yeah, I remember correctly. That's right, the Suicide he, Squad, he, the original squad. one. Yeah, yeah, where he's the Joker. Yeah, oh, don't remind me of that. Another no. another thing he's getting a lot of hate for though is um more so his um mannerisms in real life. Jared Leto is what is known as a method actor, and to give an example of that, he insists on staying in character even when he's off the screen. And an example of how he did that on Morbius, I just read about this a couple weeks ago. Um, an example how we did this in the set of Morbius is, you know how his character is crippled at the beginning, right? He's using crutches uh, and he's in a wheelchair sometimes. He would literally offset when he had to go to the bathroom, slowly walk over to the restroom or the porta potty uh, or whatever you want to call it. He would slowly, you know, wheelchair his way over there or hobble his way over there and then insistently take forever in the bathroom because, and I quote, (laughs) this is what he said. That is how it would work with a real crippled person. And so he tried to make it as lifelike as possible off of set. He tried to be basically be a crippled person while going to the bathroom so he could, you know, maintain his character off set. That is basically what method acting is, and that's why I think it is so stupid. And he got a lot of hate for that, for that and nobody really likes working with him. And not only that, it didn't even, in my opinion, pay off. I mean, did he make a, comp- or did he make a convincing crippled person? Sure, I guess he did, but that's like, you know, it was a very little part of his role, and yet he insisted on, you know, being such a jerk about it on set. So that's another reason why he's really under a lot of heat right now and probably not going to get too many gigs after this particular movie. Mm, I I like the method acting. Uh, if you remember, um, Heath Ledger was the method actor. Heath uh, Ledger did have some good method acting. Yes, yes. and that one would be the Joker. Yes. Is one of those characters. That's true. But do you, do you know how he used uh, what he did for his method acting? No. To become, so his, what he did to become more like the Joker and get more into the Joker's mindset is all he did was, um, which I really shouldn't say all he did because this is. Did uh, he lock himself in a hotel for like 30 days? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Essentially, he locked himself in his hotel for almost a month and he yeah. did not come out whatsoever because he wanted to remain as isolated and you know become close to as insane as what he thinks the joker would now unlike jared leto that didn't cause harm to anyone else 
maybe to himself psychologically a little bit, but that just made his um, performance all the more compelling. So there's a big difference between, you know, what Jared Leto was doing in between takes on set, taking up people's time and, you know, really straining their energy and their patience, you know, compared to what Jared Leto did, or excuse me, compared to what Heath Ledger did, where he took a month before the shooting even started, locked himself in his room to truly prepare for this character. And unlike Jared Leto, the Joker paid off, you know, so much more than Michael Morbius ever did. You know, Joker is a much more iconic character, and Heath Ledger's performance is like the bar. It is, you know, the pinnacle of the Joker to this day, whereas I forgot about Michael Morbius within the last couple weeks. So, big difference between how they did their, um, uh, between how they did their method acting. acting. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I just think I really, I loved it. I, I mean, while, while, yes, that was probably the wrong way to go about it. I think it did increase and enhance his character as a whole. And if you're trying to shoot for a movie, that's what you got to do. You got to make your character as mo- as compelling and convincing as possible. Well, right. It just, I feel like there's different ways to go about it. There is the, you know, Jared Leto way. Uh, and then there's the Heath Ledger way, which, you know, one way is just really annoying and tries people's patience. And the other is, you know, although kind of dangerous, it, it doesn't harm anyone else except possibly your own. And you can tell there was just a big difference in how it turned out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you'd have to maybe between Heath Ledger's Joker. No, and... no, no. I agree. Heath Ledger's Joker is way better than oh, yeah. um, Jared Leto's Morbius. Oh, yeah. I'm not, there's, that's not a comparison. What I'm saying, though, is um, I do like how he went. I do like that he is method acting. Because I think that most characters who do method acts, uh, such as, um, um, what's her name? Blanking, she did um, the Swan, the Black Swan movie. Oh, uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie yes. Portman, yes. She's now going to be in Thor Love and Thunder again, which is something we will be talking about in the future. But, um, like, she her, she was also a method actor. Did she do method acting for Black Swan? Yeah. Is that, oh, she, oh, okay. She, like, almost starved herself to get into, like, to play the role that's probably true yeah well i don't know if that's method acting as much as it is like you know she was almost required to do that no she wasn't required to. she like went above and beyond what she was expected to do oh so like they they had a minimum but then she went she went even further to really make the role convincing oh, okay and then she had to do the opposite of that to uh become jane foster for the new thor movie that's true she yeah. had to you know get as jacked as possible yes um so yeah, it, it definitely it works for some people. Other people they take it you know they take it the wrong way and it doesn't work for them. It really all depends on the uh, the actors. That is for sure. Jared Leto is a good job most of the time. I do think this time, if you now you mention it, it was a little excessive. But yeah. I don't know. I like him as an actor, so I, I'm trying to like uh, like side with him in some sense. Yeah, his, and- his performance in House of Gucci was. Uh, all right for the most part i i just think he's really bad in these um these superhero movies or these comic book movies i think we should be done with him trying to cast him in either dc or marvel because that's probably fair yeah. he just go he also did some method acting as um the joker for suicide squad i don't remember what he did exactly but he also tried doing some method acting for that and obviously that didn't go too well either no. So I think he's a better Joker than people give him credit for. I think the movie and his dialogue and this like the everything they did with the Joker was horrible. But it was a he played a convincing Joker. I just think that everything around that he was just 
like he had no good script he had no good directing he had no good uh like convincing motive in that movie i think that he was basically sabotaged from the beginning yeah, the whole movie was basically a mess. The first Suicide yes. Squad. That's one of the few movies I couldn't even get through. No, I agree. I feel like we should go back and do a review about that later once I eventually finish it and just completely trash that movie. Yep, that sounds but, good. <laughs> uh, getting back to um, Morbius. Morbius, though, um, the there was um, two end credit scenes. Uh, well, a mid-credit scene and an end credit scene, uh, which were the only parts of the movie I even enjoyed because they brought back my absolute favorite villain from the Spider-Man movies, Vulture, Vulture, they yep. finally brought back, which they did it in kind of a stupid way, I will admit, but compared to the rest of the Morbius movie, I honestly did not care. I just like seeing him back. So the first one, which was actually kind of cool because it tied in with Spider-Man No Way Home, didn't it? Yeah, it did. The first one, because I completely forgot about this, you know, as we all remember, what happened in No Way Home is all the characters that knew Peter Parker as Spider-Man, you know, they came to their universe and then they eventually got sent back as well by the end of the movie. What we forgot, though, or at least what I forgot, is that Venom. Michael Keaton's Vulture, um, he knew who Spider-Man was. He knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. So despite the fact that he died at the end of Homecoming, apparently the spell still worked on him as well. So once the spell got reversed at the end, he went back to the his original world, I guess. He didn't die in Homecoming. He just went to jail. He just went to jail at the end? Yeah. Oh, he he, he never died. died. No, he never died. Uh, he went to jail in prison. And then um, remember the, the Scorpion came up and talked to him and said, I, know, I hear you know who Peter Parker is. I or, not Peter Parker. I hear you know who, who, who Spider-Man is. And he goes, um, he says he says something snarky, but he didn't. Um, he didn't. It's like, if I knew Peter, if I knew who Spider-Man was, I would have killed him by now. Oh, yes, you're right. He was subdued and taken into custody. Uh, yes. at the end. That's right. Oh, I haven't seen the movie in forever. I thought he died or something. Nope. Um, but he no, could, he could have. But Spider-Man saved him. That's right. Okay. So then, in the end credit scene of Morbius, because he, he still like warped or you know came into the universe, right? Like yeah, he, yeah. So then, what was that about? If he wasn't coming back from, uh, I think it was personally. I believe that they're trying to push, um, Spider-Man out of the MCU. And into the Sony universe, um, as so if Spider-Man could become like a Sony thing. Because if you saw at the end of No Way Home, uh, everyone forgot who Spider-Man was. Um, and they even like made it so Spider-Man wouldn't tell MJ and Ned that he was like Spider-Man. Peter or Peter would is Spider-Man. Um, so uh, I believe it was trying to move Spider-Man away from the MCU into the Sony universe. And if you saw at the end of No Way Home as well, Venom um, is a part of the MCU for a short period of time, and then he transfers back to um, the Sony universe. Right. Um, but why, why Vulture particularly? Why did he, you know, that warp into the universe? I think it was something to do with, um, like, I really don't know. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. I have to look that up. Another um, flaw of Morbius, I guess. That, that would be a flaw, yeah, yeah. I don't really know. Um, Either way, they introduce him at the end, which I think is really cool. And then, in you know, very classic comic book fashion, they have him and Morbius team up at the end for future movie installments, I suppose, which could actually be a cool team up in theory. Uh, I think they may have done that in the comics at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would love to see them go up against Spider-Man. 
I feel um, like Scorpion will be in the next one as well because they they had a little like conversation at the end of Homecoming. So I oh, feel like yes. it'd be Vulture, Scorpion, and uh, Morbius. Well, at some point they're gonna tie in Venom. Well, first they have to do that like El Macho Spider Man oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, whatever the heck that is. Like anyone asked for that? No. So first they have to go that one. Then I'm sure in due time maybe they'll make their way to the uh, Sinister Six. Yes, they probably will. It just depends on when. Yeah, probably next coming upcoming years. So that pretty much wraps up Morbius. Uh, as you the, can tell, what was the second we, end credit scene. Um, when they met up. Oh yes, what was the first one then? The first one was just him getting out of jail. Oh, they both that's t- right. they both yes. tied together. That's right. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. My bad. Um, that pretty much wraps up Morbius right there. Uh, as you can tell, we both have very different uh opinions on it. Um, I reckon if you haven't seen it in theaters, I would recommend not seeing it in theaters and just waiting for it to come out on DVD streaming or whatever. I wouldn't even recommend buying it on DVD or Blu-ray or anything like that. The thing about these Sony movies, though, is that they don't really have a designated streaming platform. Uh, Like all the Marvel movies go straight to Disney Plus, of course, but the Spider-Man movies are really nowhere to be found, at least as They're far no as I know. They're no way to be found. They're no way to be found. There we go. The whole No the no Way trilogy is nowhere. <laughs> yes, it's sad, actually. I did watch Spider-Man No Way Home a second time, uh, what would it be, went Tuesday? This past Tuesday with my family. Okay, did you buy uh, it on Blu-ray? No, we just rented it um, on Amazon Prime. Gotcha. But it was definitely worth watching it again. Uh, I'm glad I saw it for a second time uh, oh, yeah. at home. <laughs> <laughs> No way but home at home. No way home at home. There we go. But no, I would have to disagree. I would if you haven't seen it in theaters. I think just while it may not have been the best Marvel movie, I don't think it's even cracking the top twenty. Um, I do agree that it's just gra- it's a fun time. Like you just go there, grab your popcorn, grab your. I just love being in the theater. And oh be, yeah, as do I. In, There's no doubt that the- I do too. But I would not go and see a movie like that at the theater if I had known what it was actually like yeah, in the in the first place. I don't know. I would have went to go see Sonic too. I'll tell you that much. That sounds awful, and I'm not seeing Sonic too. You serious? It just sounds so bad. Why? I don't know. I just don't, I'm not a big Sonic person to begin with. But yeah, well, that might be why. Anyways, um, but yeah, no. So Doctor Strange coming out uh today. I'm seeing it at 6 30 today so i'm really excited for that Um, my girlfriend and i are going to see it and um yeah it should be a fun time and i got a chance to see it uh uh last night um yesterday um obviously no spoilers like i said uh won't talk much about it there are some things i like about the movie uh it's much better than morbius i will say that i mean huge huge difference uh although i don't think it's great there are a few uh, themes and there are a few things I think the movie does right. If I had to pick one word to describe this movie right off the bat, it would probably be bold. The movie is very bold with the, the decisions it makes. For better or for worse, it is a bold and somewhat ambitious Marvel movie. Some of the decisions they make are good. Most of them, eh, it's getting very mixed reviews. Last I checked, it is currently at a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it seems to be dropping just a little bit. It might be at a 77 right now. The audience score is currently at an 89. So more or less, the audience and critics are in agreement, at least compared to a movie like Morbius. That's true. Um, I think it's going to be up to each individual viewer. I will say this. WandaVision fans will absolutely love it because it feels like a continuation of the TV show WandaVision. Um, 
diehard Doctor Strange fans might be a little bit disappointed. That sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little disappointing that way. Like I said, I won't go into it. Um, but it does have some good parts. Unlike Morbius, I will say it is, it is somewhat worth watching in the theater. Um, because of the whole uh, the visual effects, the multi the multiverse aspect. Uh, there are some really cool shots in there. Um, but we will get more into that next time. Two times from now. Three times from now. Two I times. will not be here next week. I will be in Hawaii. So it'll be a couple weeks till we do our next podcast. And we still have to talk about um, Moon Knight. Yes, that's correct. We still have to catch up on Moon Knight, which I will say is phenomenal. I lo- absolutely love the last two episodes. So we will have both Moon Knight and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming to you guys within the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, I think that is all for today. Anything else, Garrett? That's all I got, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, like we said, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness comes out today. Uh, we will have that review for you guys within the near future, as well as Moon Knight. And that will wrap it up for today.